Welcome to Monday Matters. My name is Holly Cochran, and I'm just so very grateful to be able to spend a little bit of time with you today. You are probably a family member or a friend, and if I'm lucky, the odd stranger is listening. So thank you very much for joining me today. I called this episode Five Ways to Survive the Holidays. And everybody out there in the podcast world and everybody on Instagram is doing something similar to this. So if you spend any time on social media, I know you will be able to survive the holidays. What I'm doing is just teaching you or sharing with you, probably sharing with you the things that I do when I am out of routine. So sometimes that because I'm on a holiday. Sometimes it's just because life has thrown me a curveball and something's going on that we can't be in our routine, you know, like COVID and pandemics, etc. But I have some habits that I have been practicing for the last few years. And those habits really help during the holidays. When all the good food is here and all the good drinks are here and the the in-laws and the family members and the abundance of humans are around, then I sometimes need to implement some of my strategies in order to survive. So I'm talking mostly about nutrition kinds of strategies. I have five that I sort of always fall back on so that at the end of the day and then days, And at the end of the week, or possibly two weeks, I don't feel terrible. I don't feel gross at the end of the holidays. My clothes don't change. I can go for an all-inclusive and wear a bathing suit for a week. And when I go to put my jeans on, they still fit. And I do that. I try to do that because... I didn't always have these strategies and there would be times when we'd go away for a seven day holiday and I'd weigh myself before we left and I weighed myself when I came back and I was six pounds heavier and I wouldn't freak out about it except it would take three months to get those six pounds that I put on in a week off. I do my best now to make sure that if I am being mindful of how I am enjoying being out of routine that I don't have to sort of combat that when I get back. So let's get on to these five ways to position yourself for holiday success. The first one, I use the word position already. The first one is to position yourself for success. And here's when I do this the most. Let's say you are going to a friend's place for an evening of, you know, Christmas cheer. And all the food is on the island or on the kitchen table or on the coffee table, you know, where people gather. All the good parties end in the kitchen. We used to always say that. And so all the food's out. There is surprise spread and there is jalapeno poppers and there is all the dips and all the good food. Where should you be? As far away from that as you can position yourself politely and still enjoy the party, okay? Make it so that it is difficult for you to mindlessly stick your hand into the surprise spread seven times. Make it difficult for you 
to just keep reaching across the table. Okay. Now, if everybody's sitting at the table and you just have to sit at the table, you have to then position yourself or position the food or whatever so that it just is work in order for you to be mindlessly snacking those high calorie snacks. Okay. So the first one is just set yourself up for success when it comes to willpower. That's what's required at that moment in time. You are required to execute some willpower. And I promise you, I promise you, it gets easier. You still have to have willpower. Like I still need willpower. I can dip my hand into the toffee fade chocolate box more than I want to admit if I'm not executing willpower, but I just hide them on myself. I just put those away so I forget about them and execute the willpower by, well, being kind of crazy and I usually forget where I've put them and one of the kids finds them and eats eats them on me. But um, position yourself for success. Position yourself so that you have the ability to say, I am not reaching across this table one more time for another jalapeno popper, okay? The second thing that you should be doing during the holidays when you are eating all the good food is to eat really slowly, okay? If you're in my nutrition program, one of the very first lessons we talk about is how our body takes 20 minutes to recognize the first bite that you've eaten. So imagine how many calories you can consume in 20 minutes before your body's even figured out your eating. It's how they get, you know, when you got to bulk up a football player or something, it's how they get people to get putting weight on is they get them to eat more than they would be willing to eat in a short amount of time and get that, those calories into them before their body realizes it's doing it. So take that approach and reverse it. I want my body to know that I just had a jalapeno popper, a toffee fay, and two crackers with uh, cream cheese surprise spread on them. I want my body to know that's all in there. So I'm going to slow right down so that it starts to recognize what's in there. And then I'm going to stop when I feel full. The slower that you eat, the more your body will know that you are eating. And you will be able to stop before you're needing to undo the buffet pants. So eat slowly at these functions. Eat slowly at the Christmas dinner. Be the last one done. It's a real joke. I'm sure my aunts are going to be listening. And uh, we tease at the Bedell parties how fast those crazy Frenchman can wolf down a meal. Dessert is on the table and the dishes are done before the Cochrans are done getting everything onto their plate and their cabbage rolls not even cut up yet. And the Bedells are washing the dishes around them. It's always been kind of a joke in our house. But the more I learn about how well I do when I eat slowly, the more I have embraced it. And I take great pride in no longer being one of those frantic Bedells who's in and out in 10 minutes. And I take my time and eat really slow. We don't have dessert for a long time after we're done our meal because I want my body to digest. I want to know how much dessert is going to be okay and how much is going to actually end up making me feel uncomfortable and not okay. So the, the second 
habit or the second sort of task you could put in in order to survive the holidays is to eat really slowly at the meal so that your body knows that you're eating and then stop when you start to feel full. Number three that helps me is to take really small portions of the things that you want to eat. So especially when you're going to somebody else's house and you want to try all their food and you want to be polite and you don't want to, you know, turn your turn your nose up at anything that somebody has brought to the potluck or whatever it is. But if you take really small portions of things, you will be able to have a nice polite bite and be able to slowly enjoy the flavor of the higher calorie items. But you'll be done. It's not like you've got two big cabbage rolls on your plate and some mashed potatoes and gravy. And you can have all of those things, but you don't have to have that much. Take really small portions. That way, when you start to feel full because you've been eating slowly and doing all the other really good habits, when you start to feel full, you're not going to have a whole lot on your plate if you can't finish it. I know that it always makes me feel a little self-conscious if I'm in somebody else's house and I'm done eating. I don't want to eat anymore. I'm full and there's still food on my plate. I don't know why, but it makes me feel like I'm being rude. And I have, I don't worry about it anymore. I'll say, I took too much of this. It's absolutely delicious, but I'm full. So I'm stopping, but it has nothing to do with how awesome this food was. So feel free to say that, but also to avoid having to scrape somebody's hard work into the garbage. Just take a really little bit of everything smaller than you've ever taken before. Dish up the smallest plate you've ever dis- dished up at Christmas time, and then see if you're satisfied at the end. I'm going to bet even with the smallest, smallest plate you could make, you will still be satisfied. Okay, so that was number three. Take really small portions. The other one, number four, is something that you have control over. Finding healthier substitutes for the fam favorites. Okay, there are, if you love the sweet potato casserole, type in healthy sweet potato casserole and boom, all kinds are going to pop up. If you love pumpkin pie, type in healthier version of a pumpkin pie and things are going to pop up. You're going to be able to find all kinds of recipes that reduce the amount of carbohydrates and calories in some of the favorites over the holidays. And then you get to be in charge of making some of those. So if you get to bring a dish to the potluck, or if you are in charge of putting and hosting the meal, try finding some substitutions. I promise you the family's probably not even really going to notice what what it is that you're substituting. It's still going to taste amazing. And you're going to be able to have a little bit of everything and reduce your calories significantly. So starting right now, find things that your family loves and see if you can find a a healthier version that has less calories than your traditional recipe and experiment with it a little bit. The first time you try it, maybe you're going to be like, oh, that is not as good as grandma's. But if it makes you feel better and you don't feel like, you know, you're 
belly is heavy and you're having a hard time digesting at night, if you if it makes you feel better, it probably will also start to taste like something that you want to enjoy more often. So find those healthy substitutes and be in charge of them. Bring them to the next dinner. The last one is one that I I kind of touched on it a little bit in the episode when I said if you buy it, you or somebody you love's going to eat it. But this one is more of a if you keep it in your house, you or somebody you love is going to eat it. At the end of the holiday, let's say it's Christmas and Boxing Day. Boxing Day's over, got no more family coming over, everybody's going back to the li- their real life. This year, the 27th is a Monday. Maybe you have Monday off work, but by Tuesday, it's back to normal. When life's back to normal, get the Nanaimo bar out of your house. If there is still Nanaimo bar in your house on December the 27th, you could be asking for trouble. I would be asking for trouble. There are leftovers like the leftover turkey, the leftover Brussels sprouts, the leftover sweet potato casserole. These are all very useful things when I'm tired and I'm busy and I'm back to work and the kids are still off of school. I'm going to keep those useful leftovers without a doubt. But the things that are going to make me drag my butt and be more tired and have those sugar highs and lows and that are going to make me feel like I need to find a little bit looser pair of jeans before the week is out, those foods that are not serving me are not going to be here after the 27th of December. Even if somebody's sweet aunt has made it for me, I will probably not keep it after the 27th of December because it's no longer a treat. Okay? If it doesn't serve me, if it's going to make me feel worse, if it's going to make me have any regret for eating it, it's not a treat anymore. And so the best way for me to sort of take control and be in charge and say, you know, these are the things that I'm keeping is I just get rid of it. It's not serving anybody. It's not wasting. Throwing out food that is not making me healthier is not wasting that food. What's a waste is eating the food and wishing it wasn't inside. That's a waste. Okay, so Let's just recap the five things that you can be doing to survive the holidays without having to give up any of the food or any of the drinks that you really want in order to um, enjoy the experience of the holiday season. The first one is, where are you going to hang out at this party? Are you going to be bellied up to the island next to the cream cheese or could you stand back a few feet? with a small plate of something you've portioned out, especially if you have eaten something high in protein before you've gone, which is what I talk to all my thriving mums about, how to start the party off on the right foot. Um, So after you've positioned yourself somewhere, when you are eating the food, eat it really slowly. Let your body know what's going inside and then listen to it. Eat slowly, stop before you're stuffed. Take really small portions and enjoy them. There's nothing you shouldn't be eating this season. Nothing is off limits. It's all about control, quality control, making sure that you're having a few bites of the really good things and more bites of the things that are serving you 
in a, in a more healthy way. So take small portions and enjoy them. Don't feel bad about them, but just don't load up on them so that later you feel bad about them. Find healthy substitutions. You, you can do this. I know that you will be able to find swaps. And if you want to send me a message and say, send me a recipe for X, Y, and Z. I always take that to the party and I want to take something that's a little bit healthier. Ask me. I bet I've tried to make a healthier version. I'll let you know if it turned out. And then when it comes to leftovers, keep the stuff that's good for you. Keep what's serving you and get the stuff that isn't out of your house. Package it up and send it to somebody else. Give it to some university kid who has the metabolism that can handle it. I don't know what you need to do with it in order for you to feel okay with the situation, but I, stop. Just stop eating all of the things that are going to make you be begrudging of the holiday season. We should be enjoying the experiences. We should be enjoying the family. We should be enjoying the food. It just doesn't need to go on and on and on to the point where we have to try to reverse the holiday season. Okay, thank you for listening. I want you to feel amazing. I want you to survive, but I also want you to thrive through these holidays. I want you to feel like you've got somebody in the back of your, or on your shoulder, I'm on your shoulder saying, you got this, mama. You can do this this season. You do not need to mindfully, mindlessly, sorry, you do not need to mindlessly eat all the stuff until you feel terrible and your pants are too tight. I am there on your shoulder telling you that you are one strong, amazing human who has got more willpower than any cheesecake at this party. Be strong. Take something that you are feeling that you are, it's a Holly approved dish at this meal and enjoy all of the things at the holiday parties. Um, thank you very much for hanging out with me on this Monday Matters podcast. If you want to share it, Maybe you're going to share it with your family members so that they know that you are planning on bringing a sweet potato casserole that is got no sugar in it to the party this year. Share it to your family member. Let them know which of these five you're going to be starting with when it comes to your survival strategies. I would love for you to do that and we will chat with you next Monday. <music>